0: Welcome to Two Jerks, One Vote, Jerkatorium doing songfight.org reviews, and today we're reviewing the Love in the Time of songs with Brian and Alice.
1: Hi, I'm Chumpy, and this is the Jerk. Now here's how this thing works. We've won songfights enough that we think we know our stuff. We'll listen to your submission, subject to our praise and our derision. I know that sounds unfair, but you're not obliged to care lose this song fight and yes i'm talking to you yeah you're gonna lose this song fight deep down inside you know that it's true most of these bands are gonna lose when this song fight is done and your band's won and by your band's won i don't
2: mean your band's won with bands being a contraction of band has and one meaning the past tense of win those are just
0: tricky homonyms. what i'm really trying to say is that you're one of the losers all right, welcome to the Love in the Time of podcast. This is the one with the optional be hopeful challenge, and today we have two guests joining us—repeat guests. First off, Alice, also oh. known as Bomeranian artist and provocateur. Uh, provocateur. <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't even know what that word but means, but I'll I'll take it.
0: Warrior. I'm actually, a love. rogue. Rogue. <laughs> All right And then also joining us is Brian, uh, also known as Breadbox. He is an occasional collaborator with uh writes some lyrics, punches up some lyrics and also in his own Never right, punches uh, down. Yes <laughs> uh, An artist, musician, poet, etc etc etc. Programmer
2: extraordinaire play. author of the songfight coverbot. Yes. Which has been doing really
4: lousy lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But, you know, that's fine. It's it's not really important because, you know, plenty of people have been submitting real art, so... Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right.
3: I was sure you were going to call me out there, but you didn't. <laughs> that's for well, later.
0: Yeah, we always like to see that from you. And you've had a pretty good uh, percentage of those getting chosen, too, so... Always, always good to see your art in there. So do it. Do it more. Yeah, All right. I should. Alright, but so yeah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. Any comments before we get started on the reviews?
3: So many songs. So many songs. Yeah.
4: So many songs.
3: Yeah. I have to say, I don't know how often this
4: happens that there's actually a rhyme inside the Song Fight title. It's not a very strong one this time. It's easy to avoid, but... It seems like it's some people actually kind of leaned into it, and some people tried to avoid it. Oh, you mean yeah. the love of rhyme? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's like I said, this one is is pretty easy to avoid. But it seems like that's something that they would normally not do because it's kind of difficult to work around.
0: It could have been seen as a tricky title to work with because in the past, sometimes they've done like "Love in the Time of Blank," where there's this you know supposed. Uh, yeah. Expectation that you would fill it in. Here, there was no blank. So I think that some people were just thinking, well, that has to be the hook. That has to be
4: the title right there with nothing extra.
0: Yeah. People just filled it in.
4: Yeah. i noticed that also. I, I have to say, I was a little surprised, although in retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have been, by how many people actually leaned into the obvious talking about COVID 19. But yeah. yeah. It's, I, I kind of expected more people to avoid that. But on the other hand, it's kind of unprecedented in most people's lifespans. I imagine most people don't even remember polio, much less the 1918 pandemic, <laughs> you know, and it's something that's kind of hard not to think about. And it has lots of fodder too. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't have been so surprised. Also,
0: I think the optional challenge was kind of leading people towards that. Maybe with mm-hmm. hopeful, you know, yeah. with uh, maybe more leading people away from being not so hopeful about a pandemic, you know, rather yeah. than leading people towards being hopeful, if if that makes any sense,
2: right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who thought this would be a perfect opportunity to make doom metal, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like emo crap, <laughs> but you know, some people did. Yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing, lots
2: of foreshadowing in this intro. <laughs> <need Yes>. to... <laughs> I love foreshadowing. Love in the time of love. A lot of people seem to go with that. Yeah, yeah. I was a little surprised by that. Maybe it was because of and love next to each other is so rhymy.
4: Also, like you said, you know, with that title, if you assume that the title is Love in the Time of and not a fill in your own blank, then yeah, I can see why you might go that way. All
0: right, well, let's start her off. First up, we have Berkeley Social Scene.
1: I found the love I've been searching for But at the end of the day It's slipping away Love in the time Of whiskey and wine When you were mine And we had a love divine
0: All right, I like the rhythm of this, both the backing music and the lead vocal rhythm, and in particular the lead vocal rhythm during the chorus and the bridge. Uh, I think Ken does a great job of singing here, you know. But I can't help thinking that it would be even better if the song was modulated up in pitch a couple of steps and maybe a bit faster. Also, not sure that it meets the optional challenge, but you know that doesn't matter. Again, it's optional. But uh, also, you know, great guitar work throughout. So, in general, I was was really happy with this.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you modulated up, though, that Ken would sound as much like Neil Diamond as he does sound on this one, so. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he sounds like Urge Overkill trying to sound like Neil Diamond. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Granted. (laughs) I, I like the guitars, too. And I thought, as I was listening, I thought, these guitars, they sound like guitars, but they also sort of sound like whale song. And maybe it was the reverb on them that made them sound kind of like Whale Song. I'm not really sure. Overall, I thought the song was pretty nice, but it didn't leave a huge impression on me. Except for the Whale Song and Ken sounding like Neil Diamond.
4: The thing that struck me first was the drum machine. No, there's Uh, no drum machine in there. What? Oh, come on. No, oh, these guys are famous for having I know! That's why it was... I mean, look, listen to the first few seconds. Those aren't drums. All right. Oh, hey, you know, they might not be, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah! They probably did not perform together.
0: That's right, yeah. yeah. They. I think they were even talking about... Was it the previous one, or was it this one, where they were shut out of their studio?
2: Yeah. The previous one was the last one recorded in their studio, so... So this might be a...
4: It was really noticeable, especially given that, you know, Berkeley's social scene always has real drums, you know? Wow, right over my head. It. I mean, not only does it sound like a drum machine, but also, else you were pointing out oh, that Oh yeah, one...
3: there, was, there was a shaker There's a shaker sound. It sounds, like, static to me. It really caught me off guard. It seemed too the, loud. I,
4: yeah, I'm not actually sure that was meant to be a shaker. I was thinking maybe it was meant to be, like, a, a rasp a scraper or a giro, you know? Because it, it, it's such a loud sound. It doesn't <laughs> sound like a shaker. A giro is like that instrument that's shaped like a fish that you play with a stick? Well, the one that you're thinking is probably the one that's shaped like a frog, actually. Oh, but yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, but the point is, it's just like, it's a wooden thing that it's a rasp. You you run a stick over it, and it goes, Grow! Right, right.
3: Yeah, to me, it just sounded like static.
4: It was pretty loud in the, in the mix.
3: Huh?
2: I didn't notice either of those things. I gotta listen more carefully. Yeah,
0: weird to think that when they're separated from their actual drums, which are more difficult to record and perform, that you know, given the easier option of a drum machine, they're kind of maybe not nailing it.
2: Yeah, I think drum machine is like saying answering machine—that it's sort of you know an antiquated idea. Like I don't think. yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But, you know, my point was, like, they didn't try to pretend that these were real drums. They clearly sound electronically produced. Okay. You guys know from the previous time that I'm not a huge fan of Berkeley social scene. What? Probably probably there's somebody in Berkeley social scene that goes, oh, God, that fucker Brian. That guy again. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit, I actually kind of like this one a little bit more than their usual song. But, unfortunately, I can't really put my finger on why. Just, I don't know. I think it's, some is just, vocal quality, there's something about the uh, they have a couple of different vocalists and I yeah. think some of their uh, vocalists just kind of rub me the wrong way. I want to say they have like five different people who occasionally you know switch
0: between lead vocal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, there's Ken and there's Sam and there's Martin. Martin and then maybe sometimes Glenny, and then maybe sometimes, who's the other guy? It's not Geach, is it? Uh, uh,
3: maybe
2: Geach sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think there's a fifth. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyhow, what did you think, Alice?
3: Well, honestly, I didn't think a lot. What I thought is it didn't make much of an impression on me. It was a totally fine song. You know, it didn't really stick, but I don't have much wrong with it other than the loud shaker sound.
0: Perfectly fine, not going on your infinite playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Gotcha. I get
2: that.
3: that It's kind of a boring answer, but it's what I got.
2: Alright, what do you say we move on to Brown Word of the Big Wine?
4: Okay. To me, big wine refers to that theremin.
2: (laughs) Is that the mosquito sort of buzzing sound that you hear on the chorus?
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's literally a theremin. It certainly seems like it's intended to sound like a theremin. I could see somebody (laughs) using that for something that would actually be effective, but wow, it just killed the mood for me.
2: And Mood is really what this song was about, I think. I mean, Mm -hmm. there was a, a lot of atmospheric sounds, including the buzzing mosquito sound or the theremin. There were some birds chirping faintly that you could hear in the background in various spots that I thought was interesting. They definitely did a good job of creating a sort of dark and foreboding sort of sound. I just wish the vocals were tuned a little bit better in a couple places. I think that's what I would have added had I been producing this. That's about it for me. Just dark, scary, and... Oh, yeah, at one point, it quiets down a bit, and you can hear some breathing sounds, which I thought was totally effective, and, you know, it made me think of somebody stuck on a ventilator or something, and that was pretty spooky.
3: Yeah, this one, it was cool and spooky. I That part where it quieted down, there was also some booming sounds that I really liked. My main problem with it is that I couldn't understand the lyrics at all, I caught like two words.
0: a lot of what's being said about this song, you know, is you know you're all pointing out different specific things. and I think that's just illustrating that there's a lot of neat stuff going on in this song. There's a lot of different things that are happening and a yeah, contrast, I, yeah, yeah, and different things to listen to. And um, I thought the vocal performance was good, and I would have liked to have heard it louder in the mix, too. You know, it's like her vocals are the star of the song. Instead of those two kind of droning chords that that are going on, I thought the lyrics were good, uh, good musical choices, and it's you know it's not really a toe tapper, but that's not really what they were going for anyway. So yeah. All right, let's move on to Caravan Ray.
4: yeah,
1: but vocals are mixed really low. I'm sorry, me? No,
2: Caravan Ray's vocals are really low. (laughs)
3: This one I do actually have some some things to say about. This was another one that I had no idea what the lyrics were until I looked it up. I have a lot of those. I don't know, there's sort of this chaotic theme to the music that I liked, and it's clearly another one about covid but i came up with this weird theory it's about a zombie someone who's a zombie who just doesn't want to deal with being a zombie and would just rather play music the whole time <laughs> and so they're just zombieing around the zombie apocalypse and all the other zombies are like we gotta go kill the humans and they're like no music <laughs> that's an interesting take I have a couple of those this song but I came up with a couple of weird theories.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: The zombies are all like brains, but there's a couple of zombies are like, Yeah, but what about rhythm? (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) There's no style in your murdering people.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I I interrupted you, go ahead.
3: Uh, There is this vocal, there's like this distorted vocal thing in the background that at first I thought that was a kazoo, which is kind of weird. I'm still not entirely convinced it's not a distorted kazoo, but I'm pretty sure it's not.
4: Yeah. Alice and I spent some time listening to that, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just a highly processed vocal or electronic sound that's meant to imitate a vocal sound. But Dallas, Alice, it was a kazoo. <laughs> I don't know Caravan Ray if he's been around a lot. I was first introduced to Caravan Ray just in the last Fin tunes. I really, really liked the, the Huckleberry Finn song that he wrote for Spin Tunes, round one. Yeah, he's been around forever. Okay. Forever. 2004, I want to say. I don't know if I've listened to his songs before. This one was completely different from what I was expecting after Spin Tunes kind of set me up for what I thought was his sound. But I have to admit, it kind of worked for me. The garbled, scrambled vocals, they were off-putting at first, but by the end of the song, I was really getting into it, and it really kind of forced me to listen to it which I assume was kind of the idea. So kudos. Yeah, that
2: may have been the effect of mixing the vocals pretty low, is that you're forced to really listen
4: hard to make them out. Yeah, but I mean, it's not just that, right? I mean, there's all kinds of weird effects being applied to them that just kind of leave them strangely garbled. Not garbled, but you know what I'm talking about. You heard the song. Yeah, yeah. I had written in my notes, is this
2: a creative choice or just a bad mistake? (laughs) Mm. i I can't be just a mistake probably not yeah because he he could have fixed it
0: (laughs) yeah do you mean the low mixing
2: of his yeah just having the vocals so far in the back yeah i did like the start and stop rhythm of the drums i thought that was really catchy and kind of cool the only other really note that i have that you guys haven't covered is i thought the mix may have been a bit heavy on the right side of my headphones um, like, there were more sounds on the right than on the left, so maybe a little bit unbalanced, but I could just have a wax build up on the left side of my ear, so, or my left ear. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I, I thought there was neat stuff going on in the song, like the rest of you mentioned. I thought, the, well, I thought the vocals were so low in the mix that they were completely unintelligible. If you didn't have the lyrics in front of you, then it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Also... I think the thing that you were talking about with the kazoo, the, the what might be a distorted kazoo, I suspect that that's backwards vocals as a counter melody at the end. I could be wrong about that. That's what I
4: thought I was hearing. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure, though. I mostly um, just listened to it at the very beginning while we were analyzing it. I didn't look at, listen to the end.
3: That's okay. interesting.
4: Yeah. and uh, We might um, be talking about something different, too. Maybe. But yeah, I have to say, I mean... I didn't find it that hard to understand what he was saying. There were definitely stuff I didn't catch, but the chorus was easy enough to follow.
3: Hmm. I didn't understand a word of it until I looked at <laughs> the lyrics. It was...
0: Okay, okay yeah. well... We have different headphones, I think. We have different brains, too.
3: Yeah, I'm also just bad at brains. processing lyrics. Brains. brains, music, brains. not brains.
4: Brains. brains. Musical brains. <laughs> music
5: brains. Yeah.
0: Why does it have to be a choice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be both things. But yeah, no, I, I thought this was an was interesting song, and I thought it moved kind of in and out of the uh, kind of toe-tapping and head-bobbing territory. But yeah, good,
4: but I wish I could hear those lyrics in the song. Yeah. Speaking of the lyrics, just quickly... Alice said this was clearly about COVID. And I have to say, I almost began to question whether it really was. It almost felt like it was using disease as a metaphor for something else. I don't think in the end that's what the, he was going for. But it's funny. It's hard to be sure. Well, if if you're using it as a metaphor, if you're
0: using COVID as a metaphor for something else, then it's still also about COVID.
4: No, no. I mean, using
0: disease as a metaphor. not Yeah, COVID-19. okay. But if you're talking about disease now, then you're talking about COVID.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Completely valid.
0: Let's move on to
3: about <laughs> 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 zombies. I, I stand by my, you, my yep, conviction. Yep, yep, your, yep. your argument is invalid.
4: Isn't <laughs> <laughs> even an argument. Gonna move on. <laughs> move on.
2: <Okay. laughs> Speaking of moving on, next up we've got cave dwellers. Oh, cave dwellers. <laughs> cave dwellers. Yes. <laughs> I think it's Kaved
0: ved Wellers. Uh, Of course. It's subtle.
6: Nika, 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 and the insurrection's on. And every guard will seek a skull to lay his vengeance on. Until the arena reeks of blood like none since Tessa But we had love in the time of the riot. In a chaotic blink, we had a love far more vast than the ocean's salty drink. We had a love till the axes made us shudder and sink. We had a love
2: And I know Brian is up on his history from
4: 532 AD, so what do you think about this one, Brian? Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, yeah, we had to look I did up. not know anything about this until I hit Wikipedia. Uh, searching for uh, Nika. <laughs> <laughs> Nika for the win. I'm going like, to let Mike do that because Mike always fills in the background stuff.
3: No I'm, no, I'm glad we we didn't look it up immediately though, first, because we came up with this great story without knowing what it was about originally, about how this is football fantasy, not to be confused with fantasy football. <laughs> it's uh, it's soccer, but it's football because it's not in America, and it's set in the fantasy world. So instead of just normal football riots, everyone has swords and magic and is is killing each other over football. <laughs> And there's two people on opposing teams who are in love with each other, and it somehow messed up the game, and now everyone's rioting.
2: Yeah, that well, my- that's actually not that far from what I think it's really about. Like, the, yeah, kind, yeah, yeah, exactly. the kinds of riots that happened in Constantinople during the chariot races, Wikipedia likened to soccer hooliganism.
4: hmm So. Yeah, I was fully on board with this just being a plain old football riot, except for the comments about columns. <laughs> Which uh, is why it was
3: it, clearly football fantasy. And
4: and emperors, yeah.
0: Why does everything go back to football
4: with you, Brian?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, always. But, you always know, it, was, in
4: it. it was the blue and green. It just made me think of like the people who paint their faces, you know? <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. I, took it, I had to go look it up. But yeah, th- just getting back to the music, I think it was a very appropriate choice, uh, the musical style. But it was, it's not really my... My genre, my thing, but they did it certainly competently well enough, and it fit the uh, atmosphere they were uh, aiming to invoke, which was a strange one to invoke for the uh, for the subject matter. I, I appreciate that.
3: I don't know. The music didn't stand out to me as much as a bunch of wizards rioting over football. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, the music music was fine. It fit with the theme. It also
4: fit with the theme of the being about wizards.
3: Yes, wizards riding over football. Yeah,
2: it had this kind of medieval fantasy sort of sound, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought it was a
4: little Renfair. Little he- Renfair. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which you know, I can. It's not my thing, but I can respect. Uh, they did a good job of it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, the vocal
0: performance was great. I thought. I mean, just just fabulous uh, in both the lead and the harmony line. Fantastic. I yeah, thought. truth is an excellent singer. Yeah, so good. And um, great instrumentation. And kind of almost hits uh, Deck the Halls during the instrumental break. You know, I'm mostly kidding about that. I'm sure that's just me. But I thought, oh, this is moving into Deck the Halls. Mm-hmm. Not, not really actually getting there. Not even close, but uh, I kind of felt it. Anyhow, great work all around, but also
2: maybe a little stiff all around. I noticed the sort of country-sounding acoustic guitar right away. And I thought that sounded really, really good. And when the violin came in, I was like, ah, yeah. I know that Glennie has a friend and neighbor named Aaron who is a concert violinist. And I'm like, ah. So Glenny got Aaron to play some just awesome violin licks in this song. And I think that was my favorite part of the song. Besides, like, it being about Constantinople and 532 and Chariot Riots. I had fun looking at the Wikipedia page for that. And I had a feeling it was Constantinople. Whenever I hear blue versus green, I think of, you know, the two political parties. And I think Justinian was associated with the blues, I want to say. I know green fans will be like, no, but you know, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I thought this was great. And this is one of my favorites this round. For football
0: and blue and green, that doesn't also have any other significance.
2: I don't know. There's probably are... some team color that is blue and green. I know Seahawks colors are blue and
4: green, but...
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely about the Seahawks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, and all the talk about the... thing I forgot to mention, yeah, the violin was excellent. It really stood out. Excellent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely my favorite part of the song.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to Gaping Maw.
1: I like the sweetness slowly drifting from the sun. I like to taste the rose aroma in my nose and on my tongue I like the way the melody is sung And I don't think that you're like anyone, no I like the silliness of certain words I like to watch the soaring of the soaring birds
4: This is so many contrasts. So much song. happening. And just everything completely different from everything else it feels like. I have to admit, I kind of liked it despite myself. This is not the kind of thing <laughs> that I would normally be into. But the electronic music kind of worked for me. Yeah. They really leaned into the rhyme. They took it and they went with it. And,
3: you know, I think they kind of made it work.
4: So, yeah, I would say I liked it despite myself.
3: To me, this one just felt like getting hit in the face with a brick. I couldn't really understand the lyrics, and it, it felt like there were like two different bands trying to fight each <laughs> other for who's in control of the song. Totally. I'm not sure if that's a good thing because I got hit in the face with a brick, uh, but I think it was pretty good. I think the
2: brick came in when the rock guitars battled the synths Like, it starts off, it's kind of like this, you know, happy synth song, and then rock guitars come
4: in, and they're heavy and distorted, and they sounded awesome. I thought that was cool. Yeah, Not such a big fan of the heavy, distorted guitars, but, you know, I did appreciate them for the contrast that they made with what went before. It, It worked. And I think that the
2: vocalist changes at one point, too. Like, so, you know, we all recognize Small Town Mike, And, you know, he's doing his sort of talk singing delivery style, which sounds good. And then I think that's also Mike's longtime collaborator, Rob, also known as THC or The Hip Cola, who I think is singing on the chorus.
4: Not sure. Oh, Oh, that's the case. And I owe Alice an apology. Uh
3: I was correct.
4: Yeah, I thought he was just singing in a different register, but Alice was convinced it was a second person. Yeah,
0: I think he mentioned in the boards that it was the THC was, was in this, but also I remember in a previous song, I'd assumed that he'd sung everything, uh, the talk singing of the verses and then the singing, singing in the chorus, and then he mentioned somewhere, I believe in a comment online, that no, it, he wasn't singing that, it was uh, one of his colleagues doing that. So I suspect that's what happened here too.
3: I win. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: Alice wins. Yeah, That's the takeaway. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so thanks for joining us for the podcast. So <laughs> yep. That's it.
3: I win. Grab <laughs> it up. Go home.
0: Two jerks <laughs> and Alice wins. <laughs> Certificate. It will be emailed to you.
3: <laughs> oh, good. Yep. Some wall space. Yeah,
0: you could pr- you could, you'll have to print it out yourself. So
2: I had one more crack here, here. about this song in my notes was that this may be one of the few small town Mike songs Ever recorded that don't have the whoa-oh backing vocals? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: hadn't even thought about that. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I thought the song was wonderful. Uh, I didn't know going into it that it was the Gaping Maw was a small town mic project, and it doesn't sound like it when the song first opens up. So when Small Town Mike's voice came in at the beginning, I was really surprised, and then you know surprised again when the song got harder, you know when those uh, those guitars came in. I liked that brick, but yeah, I thought this is epic and amazing, and the whole thing is wonderful from beginning to end. You know, I can't say enough good things about this song, and I'm I'm kind of surprised that they finished in a week. I thought it was just there's a lot in it, uh, there's a lot of dynamic sort of changes. I'm just terribly impressed with this. Yeah, this is definitely
2: a vote for me as well. Yeah. 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 Moving right along, let's talk about the gross tones.
0: Hold on a second. Is this <laughs> is this the gross tones, or is it the gross tones, like the boss tones?
2: Mm. I'm going to go with gross tones. Okay. Um,
0: is there like a, a word mo-
4: that actually is gross?
0: <laughs> well, there's the mighty, mighty boss tones, and that's what I was thinking. So maybe it's a pun, but it's only a spelt pun, like not a sounded pun. Okay.
4: If it had been the mighty, mighty gross tones, I might have been able to give you the mighty mighty gross tones but
0: <laughs> I don't think they're the boast tones but
4: <laughs> but uh,
0: but, uh, but gross tones sounds better on the mouth anyway so yeah anyhow
4: okay <laughs> gotta say man these guys they decided they're going all in on the moog synth sounds <laughs> <laughs> like now, yes, all, indeed. Moog, all time oh my god what is it with the uh, the retro synth music? I don't know. Uh, yeah, points for committing. Yeah, I just want to
2: hold up my lighter and go synth solo, play the same Ooh. note like five times in a row. This is awesome.
4: <laughs> I, I admit it's uh, it did make an interesting contrast with the clearly acoustic drum and piano that was accompanying it. So I'll give them points for that. But you know, I was done with the synth, you know, before the song <laughs> finished, before the song was done. <laughs> Did you feel like we were being trolled just a little bit? Just a little bit. More than just yep. a little bit.
3: Yeah, you just you literally just said everything I was gonna say, so um god damn it. Sorry. <laughs>
4: Should've let you go first.
3: Then I would have said everything you were gonna say.
4: That's fine.
3: Why are our opinions the same? I <laughs> have different opinions, damn it.
2: I think they recorded this live too. This definitely felt like a live recording to me. Hmm. Yeah, it sounded kind of sloppy and semi improvisational, but No, I'm not sure. come on, Ryan. Those those synth solos were composed. <sighs>
3: yeah, <laughs> synth on point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They were there with the mouse and the piano roll. <laughs> going like,
2: G-sharp, 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 F. They, they debated about
3: it. I and don't I know. think another G-sharp. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I think another four G-sharps.
3: <laughs> and then another one. And maybe another one.
2: <laughs> but why did they stop at four minutes? Like, they could have stretched this out even longer. The sad thing is, is that they're probably going to win. I think I know why you're saying that. What? Why are you saying uh, that? But I think because they've not won the twice. last like four in a row. I think. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's
0: it, actually. It's. I think it's the only last two. They currently do have a hundred percent win rate. Yeah. In song fight, but I think that's just from winning two previous fights. And you know, th- but those were good enough songs. This one, I'm I'm not quite as confident about though, for the reasons we've been laughing about. we'll have to see yeah I thought it's good and there's a lot to listen to in this song but it's a little too loose to be compelling it's semi-improvisational maybe but within a pretty set structure it's a little sloppy not really catchy but still kind of cool in its own way but yeah if this beats Gaping Maw then there is something fundamentally wrong with (laughs) Songfight yeah Next up is
6: James Owens. It's pretty quiet here at home.
3: like, there were like two riffs over and over again, a lot. And like, that's a style I think some people like, but it's not my style. It was just so repetitive to me and so much about Corona.
2: It's very Corona.
3: Yeah, very Corona, very riff, two riffs. Very Corona, very riff. That's that's what I got. (laughs)
4: Yeah, I have to echo, yeah, I feel like this is an okay enough song, but I am not the right person for this song. It's just, I don't want to say sappy, but it's definitely evoking a, a mood that I'm not on board uh
0: Maybe I'm mostly comparing it to James Owen's other stuff, but I thought this was really nice. Uh, you know, the lyrics are fine. It reminds me a little, uh, in a good way, of Wild Mountain Honey by the Steve Miller Band, just in the way that it kind of moves along, mellow and it sounds good not in a way that they sound like the cars or anything like that but just it's kind of got this nice enough group so uh so i liked it yeah i have nothing even kind of remotely critical to say about it i just thought it was kind of all around good and had a good mood to it
2: i was quite surprised that i liked this song so normally i'd be complaining about hearing the phrase social distancing in lyrics Because, you know, that's a phrase I really don't want to hear in my spare time when I'm, like, being recreational. I'm just really tired of hearing that. But that didn't bother me. And, you know, I thought the positive tone of the song and the lyrics struck a chord with me. And so, you know, maybe it's James's sort of low-key singing that fits really well with the mood of the song. But, yeah, this song really worked for me, and I liked it. And I did not expect to after reading the lyrics. I was like, uh, God another overt song about coronavirus, but yeah, I didn't have that feeling at all. And, uh, this song resonated with me and I liked it. I really like the idea of like, you know, because we're all trapped, you know, some of us are trapped together that we're actually, you know, sort of connecting instead of being isolated. Like some people are isolated together and that's kind of a cool thing. So I thought it worked with the sort of hopeful alternate challenge. I think they did an excellent job on that
0: yeah be hopeful I think that you know when we were looking at the lyrics that had been posted before we posted you know our song before we submitted our song I was kind of like looking at that as going like wow nobody's even trying for the optional challenge but then some of them coming up uh, I think most of them coming up that had
4: posted their lyrics anyway so yeah yeah I feel like some of these songs would uh, fare better Out of context, it's a little hard when there's 18 songs, and so many of them are about COVID-19. There are certain times where you actually really want, like Mike said, you want a distraction from the circumstances. You don't want to wallow in what you're dealing with, and sometimes you do. In the right context, the song might have worked better for me, but as it was, I just felt like, yeah, I don't connect with this, but... But, you know, it's, it's kind of the
0: time that we're in. It's literally every song in this fight is about COVID-19, including this next one by Jerkatorium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it started back in 63. Things got tough for single guys like me. Girls can't the really picky about picking their man. Like they only when they settle for one from the one band. Now I just don't know what I'm going to do. Because I'm not as cute as Ringo i girlfriend, but she wants more. She only wants a quarter of that fabulous four. Loving the time of Beatlemania. Loving the time of Beatlemania. First, they were a novelty band. The worst band in the world. First, they really rock and roll. And now they stole my girl.
4: Okay. This one, what the hell? I'm sorry. Mike, what what does it mean? Ask Paul to fix a hole.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Mike, what's that Yeah, what the fuck? Who wrote that shitty lyric?
4: (laughs) No, no, I just, I don't get it. I'm pretty sure I picked up on all the other references, but that one just left me completely confused. So you couldn't be bothered to Google fix a hole.
3: I don't think you should Google fix a hole. (laughs)
4: Don't Google image search it. Just Google
3: it.
4: Why would I bother to Google it when I could just wait 24 hours and ask you guys? (laughs) Fixing a hole where the rain gets in to
2: stop my mind from wondering where it will go. Which one is that? It's a song called Fixing a Hole by the Beatles you may have heard from that from
0: that quote we're going to have to
2: pay the estate of Michael Jackson
0: (laughs) $100,000
2: luckily it was you know not tuneful enough to be actually recognized by (laughs) content ID so I think we're safe I'll I'll un-auto-tune it
3: I'll do whatever the
2: opposite of auto-tuning
3: auto-tune it to a different song get content matched by I'm both. asking Paul masking Paul to
4: fix a hole <laughs>
3: <laughs> see how many different copyright strikes you can get from one song <laughs>
4: oh
3: yeah that's
4: right what was the
2: Christmas song you thought the gaping moss on deck the halls deck the halls yeah maybe we can tune oh, no, it that to deck the halls oh
4: that was uh, that was cave
2: dollars oh cave dollars yeah, yeah.
4: alright so yeah anyway <laughs> very cute song guys a bit of a novelty song, but... It no, was a, no, it was come on. It was from Again, the heart, it, Brian. In, there was no novelty involved. In the context of this song fight, it was a nice break. Kudos on the uh, coming up with something completely unexpected and running with it and, and making it work. Well, we were all in our 20s in 1963,
3: so... <laughs> um, hi. Including you, Alice. <laughs> Wait, what? Is this No, I I'm don't pretty, know?
4: Alice was also... Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, wait, uh, Dad, I have questions. How does that work? <laughs>
4: <Look>. <laughs> None of us were alive in 1963. Yep, you, that is true. You any more less than, uh, than any of us. But uh, uh. My mother was actually uh, a Beatles fan. Not, she wasn't a, a crazed Beatles fan, but she definitely was into them. Alice, have you ever seen the movie Flashdance? Um, no. Nope. Okay. She, she she did not recognize that there was a reference there even. <laughs> yeah. what? Well, I mean, I haven't seen that movie. Has anybody I've, seen that movie? No, I no. actually I have not. I've seen snippets from it. I've is heard the terrible song about? enough times. I told you there was a, a reference to She's a Maniac in the middle of their yes, song.
3: I, I did recognize that song yeah, because yeah, that that's... song is a meme song.
4: It's <laughs> a meme song. I didn't know that. Yes. yes. I lose track of which song she recognizes because of memes and which one she doesn't recognize at all. Yeah. It's all about the Duolingo owl getting splashed yeah. by a bucket of water. Yep,
3: yeah. pretty much. I think my job at this point is to just bring covers and memes to the world of type. Yes,
0: <laughs> Yes. tell us about shitposts,
5: Alice. <laughs> well!
3: Yeah,
4: anyway, the, the, I told you the song was a uh, theme song to a movie. The movie is called Flashdance.
5: Yeah.
3: I, I told you it was a meme song. Yes, and we but
4: all learned a, a little something. A theme theme song, not meme song. <laughs> theme song. Not a meme. It's better song.
3: as a meme than a theme song.
4: You don't know that. You yeah. haven't seen it as a theme song.
3: And <laughs> just going off of your guys' comments.
4: Well, we weren't the right target market. I mean, admittedly, neither are you.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: I feel like this song is
2: going to go down in the pantheon of jerkatorium songs that serve as cautionary tales against you know making jokes in music like i feel like this is just like it's not over where the whole point of the song is to like kind of make a musical
4: joke i wouldn't quite go that far i mean yeah it is for the laughs i I would compare it more to fingers crossed
2: yeah maybe yeah yeah Yeah,
4: i think that's apt
5: oh my god i don't know
2: if it was worth the price i paid for that awful falsetto part though (laughs) like so bad i was impressed by that did he hit that note (laughs) (laughs) the rhyme tuned that note to the right spot yeah fake did you even try to sing falsetto yeah
5: yeah. oh he
0: sang falsetto it's all falsetto and it's all his notes except for that one high note which at the very end yeah he Uh, couldn't hit i couldn't hit nobody could hit it why (laughs) why bother is it even in the range of a tenor maybe it's a high it's a high what what, what was it It is a high let me see was it a g sharp it might be a b if my toy piano is any indicator
3: (laughs) 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 most professional indicating equipment
0: yeah it's within range it's not plugged into anything it's the thing that that i refer to you know embarrassingly often (laughs) that's amazing
2: Also, this song ended up pretty quiet, I think, because I screwed up the mastering because we were submitting like at five minutes to 10 a.m. Yeah, some people mentioned that. But people also mentioned the drums.
0: Everybody's mentioning how fabulous the drums sound. Yeah, you, sh- you should let the guy who programmed the drums do more of that. Uh, yeah, if I <laughs> want. Well, there's, yeah. So there's, there's, we have so much to talk about. Do either of you want, want to say anything or you want to seed the rest of the you know,
2: four hours of this podcast? <laughs> That's <about> right. <laughs> Welcome to Two Jerks Discussing
4: Jerkatorium. I feel like I've already given my two cents.
3: Well, the only thing left written on my notes is big letters, get wrecked Beatles. screw those guys yep you you got him. you got him all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so like I wrote this one but my pitch to Chumpy was more of a manic kind of a dead milkman vibe but what he came back with was stray cats and whether or not that was an improvement depends on which kind of style you prefer I think that some of the reviewers mentioned that it doesn't ape the Beatles' style, but that you know, it was never supposed to.
4: No. Oh yeah, that would have been completely against the point.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think people were like, "Well, it'd be better if it sounded like the Beatles," or assuming that it was supposed to, or that, that that's what we were going for, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But um, I kind of yeah, wanted you know,
2: it to pa- sound like a '50s rocker who was complaining about the
4: '60s Beatles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's that's kind of what what makes sense.
4: Yeah. Right. I mean, like you even say there that you started trying to imitate the Beatles.
0: Oh, there's there's a little um, what do you call it? A little guitar quote from "Day Tripper" in there. That it might have been mixed too low, but that when he bought a guitar and learned some song, he mm. goes into "Day Tripper." <laughs> uh, little little things hidden in there that only I care. About. <laughs> um, but yeah, no part of the lyrics came from my favorite quote from John Waters from his essay "Hatchet" piece where he turns on the radio, but then immediately regrets it because it's playing, quote, an oldie but baddie by those honky Beatles who ruined rock and roll. And (laughs) I did a spit take when I first read that like 30 years ago, and I still just love that quote. You know, 30 years ago, it was even more kind of like transgressive, just saying (laughs) something like that. More transgressive than Naked Lunch. I was like, holy cow, he can't say that. But <laughs> laughed so hard, <laughs> so yeah, I just just loved that quote, and
4: that's what went into kind of the the idea for this. I I'm familiar with that quote because of you, and I did not catch it as the, uh, being a reference. And of course, I feel stupid now. First, they ruined rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not think of John Waters. Oh, okay, well that yeah that was a big thing. It's very cool.
2: What do you say we move on to? Hablito, is that my Mexican pronunciation? Hablito, E-L-Banditos? E-L-Banditos, that's right. The Y is E. Hablito, E-L-Banditos.
3: could not memorize them it's too much. <laughs> Don't know why they didn't post them. Just so many lyrics. <laughs> it's
2: like a regular American pie.
0: It's the gross tones synth solo of lyrics. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> but hey, I mean, at, at least they fit the title, huh?
0: <laughs> Undeniably.
3: Yeah. Yep. I mean, couldn't fit the title more. Other than. The fact that it was totally repetitive and kind of felt like was made over the course of an evening where some guy was like, hey, uh, you know, song fight, we should do that. And then they just did. Uh, like, given all that, I did actually enjoy it. Like, it was enjoyable. It wasn't unpleasant. It just sort of felt like low effort.
4: <laughs> yeah. I know I've said this already, but yeah. Points for committing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this this really felt like a throwaway uh, entry. Well, okay, so the lyrics are obviously
0: nothing. But that vocal performance and that delivery is, is amazing. And I, I think he deserves points for that. I think this is a great, great half of a song. You know, it's like a chorus looking for verses. It's a top-notch vocal performance and a great rhythm section. But I want to hear the rest of this song. Because Woody Supply just isn't quite enough. You know, it's lacking. Said. Well said. It's Im- yeah, it's impressive. It's an impressive half of a song. It's, it's not just that, it's the impressive good half of a song, but that's still not quite enough. I it's like f- if I were going to generate snippets uh, for a podcast or something like that as a joke, I'm mm. foreshadowing.
3: Just- <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, I get the feeling that this song started out as, hey, I got this really great idea for an intro, and then they were like, hey, can we just stretch this intro to, like, two and a half minutes? (laughs) Because that's what it feels like. Like, you don't hear a human voice until two minutes, 20 seconds into the song. So
4: Yeah, you know, I I have to say that on my first listening, uh, I was struck by that, too, but then, you know, I... Well, of course you don't hear a voice two minutes and twenty seconds, and they have five <laughs> words. <laughs> they're not gonna use them up in the
2: first ten seconds. That's true. You don't want to shoot your water laser.
3: So. It like it feels like they wanted to make like an instrumental, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, crap! It needs to fit the title. Well, let's just put the title in."
2: So, what do you say we move on to Lichen Throat? All right.
6: I hear static on the radio So I send an eye over the hills Look at the sky, then I know Rain's gonna fall and winds will blow Cups of coffee with the mayor Let her know what's coming soon Make it fast, I'll not delay For a quick kiss and good afternoon This thing won't be just a shower Fill the sandbags, at the power Stock up on the protein powder Sound the warning siren louder Eleanor, keep yourself dry As the rain falls from the sky Love in the time of the storm Hold me and I'll keep you warm
4: So yeah, Lycanthrode. I have to say, I haven't really been following uh, his stuff recently, just because you know I don't normally like pay attention to Songfight unless I'm following something that you guys are working on. So I was really surprised at how much his sound has changed. Like you guys, I think when I first heard Throat I, I assumed that he was like sort of committing to like a really pared down sort of sound on purpose, and then. Of course, he came on your podcast and said, no, no, I'm just, just still trying to figure this stuff out, that's all. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I just want to say, uh, you guys have probably commented on this before, but I just want to say, yeah, great job. Uh, like thought your stuff is definitely evolving, and it's kind of cool. This was a cool song. I thought that his sound and his voice actually fit really well with the subject matter. It was kind of strange because the song seems to be... Uh, about dealing with the disaster, and yet he's got that really calm, quiet approach that he has when he sings. But it, it was oddly comforting It fit. It gave like a sense of like somebody who has a lot of inner calmness even while they're dealing with a disaster. And I really liked that, it really worked well. And I, I thought that his voice worked well with all the new instrumentation that he's bringing in this song. So yeah. Thumbs up from you for throat.
3: Yeah. One of the things I always remember about throat is that I always really like his lyrics just like as like a poem and then I feel like they kind of fail on actually being implemented into this song. But this one I really liked. I really like the music and I think he's definitely getting a lot better just from the little bit that I've seen. And his lyrics are always so interesting and weird and I love cool, weird lyrics. So yeah, I really like this one.
2: I think we're all Um, keying in on the fact that the backing track is really good on this. It's really like poppy and fun. And what I noticed is that the percussion is a lot less pounding than what I'm used to hearing from him. Like his percussion sound focuses a lot on the toms, so it's really sort of a pounding feeling on the percussion. And uh, my god, I think he used a snare drum on the drums this time (laughs) and it sounds sounds great. I was just really pleased with the backing track on this. I thought it sounded really good
4: and really yeah, yeah, just I completely, catchy. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I love that the music was less abrupt sounding all around and, and it, it fit well with his voice.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I can tell that he's using some of the same synth guitar sounds and stuff that he uses from MuseScore, which is the program I think he uses to uh, compose the music with. But mm-hmm. so it still has that Lycanthrope sound, but it just sounds lighter and you know more fun and just musically more interesting and catchy, and mm-hmm. with more dynamics. Like it's not everything isn't loud all the time. Like I used to joke that Lycanthrope had all of his MIDI notes set to 127 at all times. But, yes. You know <laughs> this doesn't sound like that, and that's really cool. Yes.
4: Yes. A hundred times. Yes. Or 127 times, yes. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. My comments are
0: are these lyrics. Let's let's see. Uh, Evening as the clouds grow dark and raindrops fall in endless sheets from sky to ground, electric arcs, light the wet and empty streets, rivers swell and overflow, bank lines melt to stagnant ponds, in makeshift boats the people row like wayward floating vagabonds. If this was poetry fight, Lichen Throat would He'd win most of these it. fights? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's brilliant and it's beautiful and it's so lovely to read. But the music, to my ear, is still kind of well-worn Lycan Throat territory. the The differences that you're hearing are, you know, differences from his song to his song. But it's still very, very obviously, recognizably, kind of his same rut, maybe. But yeah, so I I'm, I'm just saying I'll read this over and over
2: and over again, but I'm not sure that I need to listen to it all that much. Right? I think one of the problems is that his vocals still have no discernible vocal melody.
4: Actually, that's a question that I would pose. Brian, do you think that's the the main thing or is it just the sameness of the musical instruments?
0: I think it's it's the 16th notes. It's the it's the musical instruments, it's the way that he's using them. It's the bam 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 bam. And mm-hmm. also, you know, and his his vocal delivery is iconic at this point, but also I think that with a different sort of a backing that the music would change entirely. I mean, like, if he were uh, Joy Division, Mr. what's What the Hell's His Name? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, that's totally different than this style, and yet, you know, you can imagine him sort of doing that. There's plenty of people who do a, more or less sort of a talk singing, melodic or not, but, uh, of course, it doesn't quite sound like this with the relentless 16th note or 8th note or whatever the heck they are. you know. And and it's not just that, I realize. I don't want to like dismiss it as, well, he's only doing this. But you know what I mean
4: when I'm saying the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And then, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. And that was kind of what's interesting to me because that was kind of one of the points that I was making why I liked it. Because I felt like the music is... Improved, but it still meshes well with his vocal style. I actually am not sure that I want his vocal style to change. I want the music to fit it better. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good, yeah.
0: So next up we've got The Lowest Bitter.
6: All the Sexy up your chest of
3: Remember, uh, you pointed out that the last podcast I was on was his first time on Song Fight, and even though I'm pretty sure that's the only one of his songs I've heard, the instant this song started up, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's that guy! I remember that guy. He's cool." Um, hey,
4: that was uh, that was Bend the Knee.
3: Yeah, it was Bend the Knee. Yeah. And I love the quote, "The instigators are telling me to wash my hands." <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's some medium for this quote, like. Doesn't fit on a T-shirt. Not really a poster, but it's there's some medium. There's like maybe like weird Instagram motivational quote. Some media, perfect medium that this quote needs to like (laughs) put on my wall or something, because it's great.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, um, I didn't really quite catch that line the first time I was listening to it. I kind of like picked up on it because I'm not being an Instagram user. Uh, or, or a gay man, for that matter. I, I'm not really... Instagaze is not a word that comes immediately <laughs> to my vocabulary. But, you know, at the very tail end of the song, where just as it's fading out, they repeat just that line, and yeah, it cracked me up. <laughs> I
2: like the idea of the instagaze like, you know, doing their thing to prevent the spread of the virus by soaping up their chests and taking pictures and, you know, having dick pics and doing all the... The insta-gay stuff, doing mm-hmm. their doing their part in a lustful manner, I'm like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Well, us three older dudes,
0: are any of us on Instagram? Or do I'm not even on? on Instagram. Okay, I I like I don't think I've even encountered Instagram in any way. Like I don't think I've ever even linked to it anyhow.
2: It's a Facebook property, for
4: so for me it doesn't exist. Gotcha. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, it. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I've never used it, but I've absorbed enough pop culture to know that, you know, it, it is obviously a place where people hang out and share low-key erotica, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's like, I, I know that it exists,
0: of course, but I'm I'm kind of like, have you? do you have any first-hand experience with it? God, was, no.
3: There mm-hmm. was a time Instagram and Reddit went to war. That's really all I know about it, because I'm, I'm on Reddit, and then there's the war of Instagram and Reddit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you're Reddit Rogue. Yeah.
3: Okay. I remember them as the enemy of the war, but I don't know. That, that's over now, so.
4: So, this was just kind of a goofy song, but it has its heart in the right place. At least in this context, I really appreciated the lighthearted take on the COVID 19 situation, completely unlike what everyone else did. Yeah. I liked
2: the synthy backing track. I thought the synth bass in particular sounded really good. I liked the vocals and backing vocals. Even though they were a little bit far back in the mix, it just kind of had this sort of dreamlike quality to it that I liked. So, yeah, I enjoyed this song when it came on.
0: In the past, this guy's
2: MP3s
0: were clipping throughout. That's one of the things I remember about it, but... I'm happy to hear that that isn't happening anymore. He's got that figured out. And uh, I'm also happy to hear that this guy is as horny as ever <laughs> from these <laughs> lyrics. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. Undeterred and, by the virus. Exactly. And I thought this is a good song. You know, the backing music is a little uneventful for my tastes, but it, the sound is good and it's pleasant and mellow and I like it. Do you want to introduce the next band, Brian? Next
4: up, we have Mandibles
1: is high
4: course i am familiar with mandibles mainly from spin tunes i have heard a few of their song fight entries of course that's uh Cybernica, right which yes. you had on a podcast yes. yeah 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 aka yeah, abigail was a, yeah and even though this was a rather restrained vocal performance i felt like i could still tell this was obviously uh operatic trained you know singer the, the vocal performance, of course, was outstanding. I almost feel like it goes without saying in this particular case. Just very beautiful. While I appreciate the general melancholy approach, and I like some of the poetry in some of the lines, particularly like in the first few lines, I feel like the song was a bit... Well, it's, its impact was a bit attenuated by the fact that it's it's all very abstract, and there's nothing concrete about it, which makes it feel very Remote, kind of. I appreciate the ideas behind it, but it doesn't quite work the way it's trying to work. If that makes any sense, I'm sorry I'm being so uh, aphasiac about this. Well, they're they're pretty oblique lyrics. Maybe. Well,
0: I, I I'll support you in that. I mean, they've got yeah. the uh, like love versus heartache or something like
4: that. And... Yeah, it's all it's all in these great big, you know, dramatic, you know, like universals. Yeah, Yeah, and I feel like the the song would have had a lot more impact if it had been a little more concrete. Yeah, I thought the song is like trying to be like very kind of reminded me a little bit of romantic era, nineteenth century music. But even then, people would be speaking in terms of the personal, and not in terms of the universals. At least in the on the surface. Mm
3: -hmm. This song to me feels like a, you know, like a pretty good fine song that's been really well executed it's like really well well done it's like kind of feels like it's leaning on these really big grandiose profound lyrics that don't quite get all the way there and then doesn't quite feel right i feel like i'd like this song more if it was in another language and i could just be like oh this is this is pretty. I'm sure it means something great and without having to worry about all this amazing, profound poetry and trying to have an existential crisis or something.
0: Yeah, I get that. It just you'd be able to enjoy it on a, on a different level. Yeah. yeah, be more abstract.
3: Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: I thought it was a beautiful song with great lyrics, but I thought there are either problems or weird choices with the mix or the effects on the vocals. And I don't know if you caught that too.
2: I have some mixed notes. I thought the vocals were pretty loud and they overpowered some of the drums and guitars. Yeah. But there was also some weird kind of distortion or hissy sound on some of it.
0: You know, again, still beautiful, beautiful song uh, with these lovely lilting vocals. But but yeah, I guess I'll leave it to you, Chumpy, to discuss the mix of it.
2: Yeah, I just thought, you know, uh, the vocals kind of overpowered everything this time. And while they were great, and Cybronica's voice is amazing, and I thought the harmonies were beautiful as well, I would have liked to have seen them blended a little bit better with the backing track. Like, it almost felt like they were sort of pasted loudly on top of the backing track.
3: Hmm. Next up, we have Paco Del Cinco i Fine. I mean, I didn't have—I don't have anything super wrong with it. Uh, you know, it was enjoyable. It didn't make a huge impact on me. Not sure why you had me introduce this one. I don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, okay, I, I can jump in if you like. I have to say this was a little bit different from his usual stuff in some ways. I am so used to listening to a Paco Del Cinco song and having no idea what it means (laughs) even after I read the lyrics page, Um, and this one was not like that, and I think I like his music a lot more when I understand what it's about. You know, I think I would kind of get frustrated with some of his, like, uh, his habit of making all these weird change-ups you know, in the middle of his music, you know, like, sudden rhythm changes and that sort of thing. Um, I think part of that was just because I was still floundering trying to figure out what the heck the song was even about. When I'm following along just fine, I, I really enjoyed those little uh, jumps. So I feel like your lyrics can confuse me or your music can confuse <laughs> me, but if they both do it at the same time, then I just feel floundering and, and I'm drowning and or and/or I'm just stupid. So that, that was my recommendation to Paco. It was kind of, yeah... Pick one or the other. Don't do both at the same time.
3: That's one I, I disagree with you on. I, I I love totally confusing songs where I have absolutely no idea what's happening. And I lay awake at night trying to figure them out. It's my favorite.
4: But do you like it when the when the music also confuses you as well as the lyrics?
3: Oh well, yeah, because then it's like it, it's all confused. It's all, it's, yes, it's, I you see. know instead of being partially confusing and disjointed, it's just all super confusing. And it's like, whoa! I don't know it just happened. This song is on another level. This is some crazy crap. I have to go get my music friends down, and we got a debate about the meaning of this song, like it's a poetry class. Right? <laughs> what is going <laughs> to
4: happen to Chespie's face?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we may never know. I just—I
4: always think about his entry for Blue Woman Yes, which I just like. I listened to it, and I just did not get. And then I finally like was. He explained that it was Violet Beauregard as if she had been <laughs> left behind as a giant blueberry in Billy Wonka's factory and the Oompa Loompas were bleeding her for food. <laughs> you know, like I was eating. I was supposed to figure that out from your goddamn lyrics. Come on.
3: I love that stuff though. It's so it's amazing. It's like how do you even come up with that?
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess I feel like I should go back to the kiddie pool. You know, I just, I'm, I'm just too overwhelmed if there's too much confusing stuff happening at once. And that's not to say that somebody should write music for me. Maybe I should just stay in the kiddie pool. Yeah,
3: no, write music for me.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm like, you know, what's not to like
0: about this song? You know, the, the guitar work varies from homey and charming to really impressive. And the lead vocals are very expressive. And they are, yeah. And you know me, I love those extensive and well arranged backing vocals. Really done well in this song. Yeah. And you know, I love me a, a slide guitar solo. So uh, just <laughs> fantastic work.
2: From... You forgot the great bass guitar work. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all so good. This really just came together nicely. Yeah. But Paco does all of those things very well. And this is. I also like the uh, get with the picture, don't let it hit you line. <laughs>
0: That's the bummer about these great songs that, like the, that we like, and we could just list the things that we like, which you can hear if you just listen to the song. Otherwise, we don't have much to say about it.
2: Yeah. What do you say we uh, move on to Fill Well,
6: Slam the door, run away, and stumble through the streets of the night. You are looking for a place to go, where to stay, where to hide. can tell you what to think But where do you go when your hope will sink You shout it out, let it out Until everything is alright You might not notice at first glance The magic of a second chance There can be love
3: What I gotta say about this song is it's a very pop style and it sounds sort of like a pop song from maybe like five years ago, which is usually something I'd absolutely hate, but I actually somewhat enjoyed this, which is probably a first, so that counts for some kind of accomplishment at least. The lyrics didn't really stand out to me, and I mean, I'm all about lyrics, but it kind of felt like it was a soundtrack from a movie to me for some reason. I kept feeling like there should be some video accompanying it playing in the background.
4: Like
0: some credits.
3: Yeah,
4: credits, (laughs) sure. (laughs) I feel like, close to what I said about Gaping Ma, I actually did not hate this, despite myself. (laughs) It it does feel like just a, a very simple, inoffensive pop song. But it didn't actually wear out its welcome while I was listening to it, so...
2: It does a very similar thing to what Gaping Maw did, right? Like, it starts you know, out with kind of, a, you know, just a synth pad and some sort of reverb vocals. And then when the verse comes in, you get this kind of grungy, distorted guitar. Like, so the, the various parts have a different sound and different dynamics. And it's almost like that getting hit with a brick thing. Yeah, so but, but it, it did not... not-
4: Exactly. It wasn't like getting hit with a brick. I don't know what they did differently, but I felt like the different contrasts integrated better in this yeah. case.
2: Well, they, they spent a lot of time making the transitions between the various sections really smooth, and um, mm. just they really did a great job of building to the various changes, too, which I thought was great.
0: Yeah, I thought it started out very Forever Young by Alphaville. like, And I thought that was how it was going to go throughout. But then they changed it up and it moved into different territory. All in all, I thought it was a very professional sounding production. You know, yeah. I thought it was very 80s pop. Almost commercial sounding. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't want to sound cynical. I mean, I am cynical. I just don't want to sound cynical. Please don't out me as the cynic that I am. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, this song seems a little bland, you know, a little toothless, a little kumbaya. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, an
3: ex-
0: it's an excellent, excellent vocal performance. That guy's got a great voice, but I suspect the guitars are all loops, and there's nothing particularly wrong with that. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. I think that I think that this might be a loop song. So What you're saying is that it feels kind of slapped together, manufactured. Like, I think that there are some pre-recorded things that you could just put into a song and make it sound, make it this, make it the backing track to this song. Doesn't uh, take anything away from his excellent vocal performance or the composition at all. I just really strongly suspect that the, all of those guitars are fake.
2: Pre-recorded, mm. yeah. Yeah. What do you say we move on to Flebia, Or is it Flebia? Phlebia?
3: That was Phoebe, yeah.
4: There's an L. Um,
3: I don't there's know. There's an you know. L? I didn't write the L. Ha ha ha. Isolation ain't no fun. Can't stand it. this is not a song I would ever listen to if given the choice metal is not my thing but this song is fascinating because it's <laughs> this big metal song about going mushroom picking and, and
4: not finding much
3: and not finding mushrooms while there's an outbreak of corona it's like what inspired this song why is this like this it's fascinating and it's kind of cool I just wouldn't listen to it on my own
4: yeah i i I have to say at times 10 this musical style is the kind that i would pay money not to be exposed to (laughs) (laughs) you know and that is nothing against phlebia i've just come to realize there's certain kinds of musical styles and musical quotes that i just have incredibly intense negative emotional reactions to just due to history and that sort of thing there's certain music in certain time periods that I immediately hate. I probably will never listen to the Jerkatorium song again just because I can't stand your reference to a maniac. <laughs> 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 but that's just me. I'm, I'm just a broken man.
5: <laughs>
4: There's not a lot of stoner rock in your record collection, Brian? <laughs> Only if I, you know, am feeling masochistic, and I'm never into that. But I had to forced myself to actually not turn this one off while was listening to it. But then after I was done, I just checked out the lyrics and I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, I mean, you read it and like, it's not even that the mushrooms come out and eat the person afterwards. It's just, I went mushroom hunting. I didn't find much. I guess even the mushrooms are <laughs> quarantining themselves. Damn. <laughs> what the heck? What is going on with this song?
3: It's amazing I love it just like as a concept like I love the concept of this song just not the actual song. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey Brian they can't all be bird aliens.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Some of them bird are mushroom aliens, not aliens. Bird aliens. Yeah. Bird aliens. Mushroom aliens. Mushroom aliens. Mushroom aliens. They're not aliens. Yeah. They're just very normal mushrooms that aren't yeah. here right now. But that's <laughs> Quarantined right. mushrooms. Quarantined yep. mushrooms.
0: Yeah, they're perfectly normal mushrooms, except there aren't any.
3: Lack <laughs> of mushrooms!
2: Woo! <laughs> I think they achieved the sound that they were going for, which is that sort of gloomy, sludgy, grunge rock thing. Oh, yeah. so They definitely did. They hit the mark. You gotta give them that. Absolutely. They hit the mark. And by they, we mean this guy.
0: It's Just one guy, I'm just sure. Just one
2: guy. Just one fleb. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it is Fleb. It's not Fleb. Uh, well, I, I'm assuming it's Fleb because, like, phlebotomist would be Fleb instead yeah, of Flebotomist. Right. I mean, it would have yeah.
2: two E's if it were Fleb. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I thought it's kind of like the Pixies meet Love and Rockets and maybe a little Jesus and Mary chain thrown in, you know?
2: Yeah, I heard that Pixies guitar sound, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and Which is
0: great. I, I, I like that guitar work. But you already know that I'm going to label any song that's under 120 beats per minute as plotting. And I thought this was a bit long, too. I don't remember exactly how long it is, but it, it just sounded like it kept going and going and going. And the, the other thing is, though, I know it's a good song. I'm just not sure what sort of mood I'd have to be in in order to want to, to listen to it. You know, so it's it's like I didn't hate the song. I didn't dislike the song even, but it's also kind of like what's going to make me think, oh, that'll be a good song to listen to now. And it's, yeah, I, ju- I just
4: can't imagine the sort of situation. So, Oh, it's obvious after you come back from a, an unlucky day of mushroom hunting.
3: First, or well, mushroom hunting unsuccessfully.
0: That's, I've, I've done that before, and I usually want to listen to a lot of Katrina in the Waves. <laughs>
4: I can totally that. <laughs> see that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because you don't want to... I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> you don't
4: want like, <laughs> to wallow in the fact that you didn't find any mushrooms. Exactly. Yeah. So, so this
3: is the song you listen to when you're mushroom hunting and you're feeling depressed and you want to wallow about how you're not finding any mushrooms.
0: Yeah, because walking on sunshine is... I, mushrooms
2: hurts. don't thrive in sunshine, Ryan. <laughs> That's why it's such a mood changer. I
0: I'm not going to extend this. The mushrooms
3: the sh- are gone. <laughs> they ran away from your music.
0: I said I see no reason to extend this bit, all right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always extending bits. Everything's a bit to me. <laughs> My life is a bit.
2: <laughs> On that note, I think we should move this discussion to the work of Pig Farmer Jr.
3: I feel the
6: minutes passing and the shadow passing. By pass by I see a lonely figure and she's framed against the sky.
4: Pink Farmer Jr., yeah. This was kind of a... I don't know. It was It's fine, I guess. I noticed that he also did the Love in the Time of Love answer. Yeah. Which I don't really know... Does that really mean anything? Isn't it always the time of love? Well, does love happen outside of the time of love?
2: I, I don't know. These are deep anyway, questions. Anyway,
4: I mean, it's an okay song, but, you know, it's another one of these songs like... I saw you from a distance, and I knew I uh, we were meant to be together forever. I have never actually spoken to you or even seen both sides of your face, but I know that we're meant to be together forever. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay, that's there's plenty of historical precedent for those kinds of songs, but it's also a little creepy. <laughs> so it kind of spoils the effect it's going for. But, you know, it's a very simple song, and it's not trying to be anything really... You know, extreme. So, you know, yeah, he, he, he set out for a certain sounds, and I guess, you know, that, that's pretty much what he wanted to do, and, and he did it just fine. What about you, Alice?
3: Hold so, um, on, oh, I gotta say this dramatically. I must invoke Death of the Author here, because I'm like 90% sure this is not what he meant. But so I was like, I was listening to the song, and I was kind of thinking what that my dad already says. Like, this is, you know, it's another song about i haven't even seen both sides of your face but we're in love now and it's sort of just a little boring and then i was like what if this song is about a guy who's like wife died and then he saw her ghost and has gone crazy trying to prove that her ghost exists and then the song got way more interesting
4: (laughs) and that's why she only appears in the moonlight because she's a ghost (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. She only, and she—that's why he's only seen one side of her face, and then he's—he's he's like. Because the other around. side is
2: like a skull, or like rotting, or something cool yeah. like that.
3: And it's—and it's how he is how he knows that they're in love, even though he's only seen one side of her face, because they are—they already knew each other, but he's only seen one side of the ghost face, and he's like. I saw you. It was you. You're a ghost. I have to prove that you exist, but heh, who am I kidding anyway? It's been years, and I, I wonder if my memory's even correct. None of
4: my friends believe me, but I know what I saw.
3: Yeah, it was a ghost.
4: Or half a ghost.
3: Bed sheet ghosts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me through round eye holes.
2: <laughs> that's that's an interesting take on this song. Yeah. And hey, what if there were lasers?
3: Yes.
4: (laughs) I'm sorry. Ghosts with freaking lasers.
3: Laser ghosts.
4: Laser ghosts.
3: Laser (laughs) ghosts. Laser ghosts.
0: What do you got, Ryan? I was impressed by this song. I thought it had good production, good performances, good lyrics. And I thought, you know, this is how you step up your game and compete. And this next thing, is it's not a criticism, it's just a preference, uh, but I would have liked to have heard some vocal harmonies, especially in the chorus. I, I don't think the song really, really needed them. Uh, I just think they might elevate the song. But this is one of the best that I've ever heard from Pig Farmer Jr. and um, Or for that matter, from Pig Farmer Sr. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. I felt the same way. I thought this was a pretty strong song from Pig Farmer. The singing is really good. I mean, he's had songs where he sung well before... I always appreciate his sort of subtle use of vibrato so he knows when to like turn it on and lean on it and when to kind of back off on it, which I think not everybody does well, so I was impressed by that. I thought the instrumentation was nice, like the acoustic guitars blended well with the fuzzy electric guitars. So yeah, I thought musically it was pretty solid. I didn't think much of love in the time of love like we talked about, but other
4: than that, this was great. It is so weird listening to you guys sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I, I. This is one of his strongest showings. Yeah,
0: I, I think, think so. Yeah, I mean, compared to his other stuff, like the thing is, he, he's a very very regular submitter. So we've heard a lot from Pig Farmer Junior. So when he kind of comes up and impresses us like this, it's worth noting.
4: Well, yeah, I understand that.
2: Next up, we've got Shoehorn TC.
6: The pain and suffering sometimes just appears. I don't know where hopes can often turn fears And the world can seem at once so upside down. Just take a look around And choose love in the time of love time of love. Time of hope. Time of hope. Time of hope. We should all
4: choose hope. Sure, it's okay. (laughs) But, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) in the time (laughs) of (laughs) X. I'm sorry, I could be wrong about this because I can actually hear the song that's playing in the background right now, but this is the song that made me feel like oh yeah, I'm around a campfire and then some guy pulls out a guitar and just starts singing whether you like it or not he he doesn't get the hint from your hissing (laughs) (laughs) no, I would never, I would never probably several people around him are really into it, but yeah I don't know, it's okay but yeah, it's not my thing not my thing at all, this style
2: it has a very folky laid back groove to
4: it
3: Yeah, I was hoping that Shoehorn TC stood for Shoehorn Teeth Corporation. It didn't. Um,
4: I was so disappointed.
3: Yeah, that's basically all I got. This sounds like a campfire song, not a shoehorn with teeth.
0: Yeah, so you're saying that that this band should be beat up for stating their beliefs?
3: (laughs) Exactly. Yes, you've got it. (laughs) Anyone who doesn't Uh, get that reference is going to be so concerned.
4: This argument is uh, makes no sense at all. It's like it, it's run out of gas and so it can never land.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think this song will do well, though. I mean, <clears throat> the vocals are really good. There's some nice harmonies. The chorus melody is memorable and hooky, and I, I have a feeling people are going to vote for this song because they like it
4: and that's fine that's fine i I'm, I'm not trying to say that shoehorn should have been doing something different i'm just saying that yeah i am definitely not the audience for it
0: yeah it was, it was real earnest hippy dippy folk rock it was it was just so so simple and earnest that i was waiting for the joke to kick in you know it's like i guess i'm just not used to a lack of complexity or a lack of irony these days and I kind of had to reset my head, you know, reset my expectations to reassess this after I realized it just what it is, you know. And then what it is is a very nice, very listenable, charming, folky, laid back tune. And, you know, it doesn't really demand your attention, but that's fine. It's good and it's nice. And, you know, what more do you need from a song? a shoehorn. Yeah.
2: Rectum. You need rectum in your song.
4: Yeah, this one completely ignored the optional challenge, which was to be hopeful. (laughs) Yeah, it was crushed. I I kind of expected more of those in this song fight. But yeah, after listening to it, maybe I kind of understand why. The song made some daring choices, but some of the musical sounds just have that really queasy sort of thing that just, I do like some songs in this genre, the sort of gothy, industrial sort of sound, but I feel like the song is really trying a little too hard to be unpleasant. And it succeeds in a way that is not cathartic for me. It just, it actually makes me feel a little queasy listening to it. And it's kind of what they're going for, and for some people, that is cathartic. So, you know, okay, but it was just too much. Um, Maybe if it was shorter, it wouldn't have felt like it was uh, a slog to get through. But it was.
2: I like the clanking sound of the percussion, which I think works well. There's also a Mm. glockenspiel that you can hear and some sci-fi sounds that, you know, combine with the distorted guitars, which I think makes for a cool sounding soundscape. And I think that's where you get the sort of industrial sound because there's like a wrench clanking on metal or something, which you hear all the time Mm -hmm. throughout the percussion. Yep and that's one thing but like the vocals are also sort of distorted and heavily filtered and there's some sort of flat notes in them that make them a little harder to listen to than you might like so I I think all those things combine to make for us less pleasant listening experience so I mean like too many too many sort of distracting elements for me all at once
4: hmm I feel like this definitely is, was reminiscent of like, gosh, I can't think of an actual specific band, but like KMFDM and Skinny Puppy and like that era, though, so those aren't the best exemplars. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I was thinking of like a Tom Waits bone machine kind of sort of sound. Mm.
4: But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, there's good music to be made in that genre. I just, uh, yeah, it's just too much much of that at once maybe
3: yeah I um kind of echo all that the one thing I really have to say about this is that out of all the songs that were just really oblately about COVID-19 this is the only one that like really directly referred to the symptoms and not just social distancing it had a lot of really direct references to actually failing to breathe and Mm hmm that was sort of interesting. Like the lyrics were interesting, but it's not my kind of music.
0: Kind of like Brian mentioned, I do recognize that it kind of sets you off kilter more or less immediately, but I kind of appreciate that. You know, the, the talk singing doesn't really do it for me in the verses. And I'm not sure what the melody of the chorus is attached to. Uh, So I think it's kind of best to just approach this at face value. I like the layered backing music. I don't like that thumb piano that it's it's very buzzy it's uh, all buzz and no piano in the thumb piano i thought the lyrics are good and it's a good effort uh a really different approach and i like people who do things differently like that i like to hear something new and different and you know people who take risks and uh generate some unique pieces like this so i was happy to hear it when it came up while i was reviewing and listening you know getting ready for this podcast and everything But, you know, it's probably not going to go on a download onto my Zune.
2: (laughs) All right, folks, we are at the end. That is all of the songs, right?
3: Uh, Yeah.
2: Is
6: it,
3: though? Is it? it? Are we sure? Well,
2: I guess it depends
0: on which contrivance we want to go with. But there is this thought that there's this vague vetting process. So... If a song you're kidding. isn't. I didn't know about yes. this. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't use it very often, but like the real bigger song fights like this, if, if a song just doesn't meet some sort of minimum criteria, they just want to go ahead and add it to that list.
2: And instead, they'll email it to
0: you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, to random people in the world so, <laughs> random email addresses. Exactly. Yeah. So. What you're know, saying is that even we might have gotten one of these. You should check your emails, inboxes, to find out. They would probably be sending them out right about now. Oh, wow.
3: Uh, Of course, to sync up with our podcast, I imagine.
0: Oh, they don't know we're doing a podcast. It's one of those Uh, things that that happens. happens. It's pure coincidence. Do not question. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. Did any of you get those emails? I didn't get one. Mm. I I do
4: have this one email that says something about... um, Oh yeah, no. Um, it all it went into my spam folder because okay. it's got a it's got a binary attachment, but it's actually an MP3. Oh wow! Well. Oh. Right. Yeah, are...
2: Is there a band okay. name associated with this MP3? Like, what's the file name on it? Oh, why?
4: Of course there is.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? What? Uh, so what? What is that band name then? I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the band name. <laughs>
4: Sorry, <laughs> Nort.
3: <laughs> okay, so is it snort or I'm sorry?
4: Why, well, hello, Mr. Sorry. Do you mind if I call you so?
3: <laughs>
4: um, I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, the it does have a band name associated with it. It's I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I mean, either that or it's just a subject line, and it's apologizing for (laughs) for sending me a random binary attachment. But yeah, here, uh, I'll just, can I, I think I can just play it. Yeah, please do.
2: I'm so very sorry. Was that the name of this band? I'm so sorry. I'm so
4: sorry. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's a uh, wow. That was very
4: acoustic. I I appreciate the preemptive apology. <laughs>
3: <In> the <laughs> it name, was. I mean, there were
4: provides n- for every single song. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Easy. I guess you know, you, you go with what you know. You know, <laughs> lean into yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I kind I kind of like how he says in the song what the song is, meaning it's a G and G song. Yeah, it's so very like self-referential the, that way.
3: Yeah, there's as no if, no no secrets about what this song is. I appreciate that because I wasn't sure.
4: Yeah, um, as if we couldn't tell from listening to it. Oh, wow. oh, you know, sometimes we're some of us are a little dense. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I just I just heard my
2: email ding. I uh, apparently have an email, where the subject line is just. Lung butter.
3: Oh, That's lung sl- butter. Wait, oh. I remember lung butter. <laughs> I wish I didn't. That's horrifying.
2: That is horrifying. Well, oh I, I'm gonna play it just for giggles here. Here we go.
3: Do
4: it. Love in the time of the dove. Love in the time of a glove. Love in the time when push comes to shove. Love in the time of gov love in the time of well shall we say a quarter to noon that's uh yeah that was that's
3: horrifying the, that's yeah. lung butter yeah <laughs> yeah
2: sometimes you just want to expel it and maybe that's why they
4: emailed it to me it's not how uh, i remember them sounding. It <laughs> no yeah yeah it definitely <laughs> is yeah i it, you're right, Ryan. It just not how I. I can't believe it's not lung butter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how long oh. have you been sitting on that? Oh my god! <laughs> About three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, technically, given the context, I should have said, "I can't believe it's lung butter."
0: <laughs> uh, amazing, but yeah, not an amazing song. I see why they didn't. Yeah.
4: yeah,
5: yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, well,
4: mind. they did right. They did post it, but it got rejected. Is what you're saying? Oh, they submitted it, but it wasn't posted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh well,
0: well, I guess that's probably it. I mean, wait, wait. Oh, there's another. I think
3: I got, I think I got something. Oh, okay. you too. Yeah, that's a real coincidence. I mean, sending r- random email addresses. Eyes? Yeah, I mean, how many of these were there? I mean, yeah. God, it's amazing. This one's just called uh, called a real person, which really? is uh, <laughs> convincing. So real convincing. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Well, Go ahead and play it. Yeah, yeah. we well, yeah. put it on. We'll take a listen. All right. Yeah, sure.
3: I'm human. This is human song. Love, love, love. ta ta I love. Love, love, love. Human. love, love. love, love music, 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 human, music.
0: I'm not sure
2: that real person's a real person.
3: What are you talking about? That was so human. So much soul. A, I think it I, was
2: made from apple loops entirely.
3: I think that might be my favorite song
4: of the song fight.
3: <laughs> no shame <laughs> favorite song ever. zero shame.
0: <laughs> uh okay, all right it's uh I, I I don't see what you saw in it, Brian.
4: but I uh, uh, see you know you if you, only you would can understand art, and you would understand. <laughs> You know, you just like you're you're so set in your way sometimes, and I mean, we all have, we all are to a certain degree, but you know, you, if you just uh, you oh wait, know, wait, wait, wait,
0: I have got to, have to, shut up, Ryan. I got something in my email too.
5: incredible! <laughs> 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 wow, you were this saying it can't incredible. possibly matter.
0: <laughs> Who's it from, Ryan? They're like, what is? This? Is there a band name? Yeah, it's an MP3. It's labeled L I T T O, which is Love in the Time of, but the band name is Plang. P-L-A-N-G Plang I'm so glad you spelled that out yeah. <laughs> I la- Well, I think last time we had a Plan G, but this is definitely not Plan G This <laughs> is Plang, plang.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a slightly different band Alright, roll Plang Love
0: in the time of the, of the Goda. Love in the time of The B- Okay, we shouldn't have done
4: that.
3: Yeah, Um, that was pain. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I don't
4: know. uh, Yeah, I kind of, I, I I could see where they're going with that. Yeah, this is not normally the kind of song I would listen
2: to, but I liked it. I
4: mean, also, I checked out the MP3,
0: and this song is literally forty-three hours long. (laughs) So, like, the the file size is two gigabytes. And as far as I can tell, it's, the whole track... How did it get track, emailed? Uh, that's maybe why I got it later than you guys got yours. But it, it, my, it, it, the whole track is just that over and over and over and over again.
3: Are we sure that that wasn't actually just like somebody just recorded like the sounds of a demon screeching and just it looped be. it?
0: it <laughs> could be. It might be
4: streaming too. I'm not sure. Oh, God demon or maybe a teenager.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you, I'm one of those things.
4: <laughs> oh really? I had no idea.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad.
4: <laughs> ah, well, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, um, thank god. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I, I just got another this? one.
3: Uh oh. Um,
4: yeah, look at that. Um Yeah, yep, yep 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 it's another it's another mp3 all right okay huh? wow gosh okay so this one is from uh water click water, water click, click. Okay. yeah i don't get it either maybe if we listen to it it'll make sense all right roll water click In the dark.
3: No, that was clearly clicking water. Can't hear you not know? I, don't,
4: I don't hear that at all. What are you. Are, did we listen to the same thing?
3: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. What do you mean, probably?
4: There's no way to tell until the time. I can't
3: prove goes. anything.
4: Some <laughs> pretty nice induction you like volume. Your concept of red is the same as my concept of red.
3: <laughs> yeah. Because that song was definitely red. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, I think we just read different emails then.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're right. I'm not getting the same email as you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. I just got a ding on my email. Not again.
4: Oh,
3: my God. This what are the odds? How many emails do you have that this random email bot could... This is insanity.
2: This is from from the printer coffee cups?
3: Oh, my God. Not them again. No,
2: not them again.
3: Ah. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right let's I, let's oh, I print a coffee cups.
3: <laughs> oh <Well>, you're <laughs> weird or something
2: all right let's let's roll printer coffee cups Are we sure this isn't just Ryan?
3: <laughs> I, I feel like that would be a pretty mean prank.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, um, that,
3: that that maybe was Ryan's not... in the
2: printer coffee cups.
3: Uh, Ryan, I... is there something you'd like to confess?
0: That how on earth would this be worth my time?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, that's <laughs> exactly what a printer coffee cup would say.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I was kind of with the printer coffee cups on their previous outing, but I don't think this one really stands up. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't not think I can good. co-sign on this one. Technically, it's fine. It's from, you know, obviously put a lot of effort into, like, the quality of the recording, but uh, it's just not there. You yeah, know? I feel like, like the passion it's, it's is gone. In, yeah, yeah, it's, it, there's no passion to it. It's just kind of a cookie-cutter sort of thing. It's not a complete song. Yep. Mm. Uh, I can't believe you didn't interrupt me at any point.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking how how it's a good thing it wasn't me because my feelings would be hurt so badly if so.
3: I I smelled treachery and lies. you're a printer coffee cup.
4: You are not a printer coffee cup. We are. I know all, we're all printer, co- printer co- coffee cups.
3: Deep no, Alice is not. <laughs> Alice is not because
4: Discord tells me so.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm the exception. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Wow! So, so six uh, songs yes. that,
4: yeah. uh, that we just—oh, got. Oh, wait, wait, watch. wait! I just got another email. Oh no! Oh, oh, my God. This one is from Cron Demon. Oh, never mind. That's just that's just Coverbot.
3: <laughs> wait, Coverbot's making music now? Play it on oh, no, 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 it's,
4: it's just an error message from the from the songs okay. by Coverbot. Never mind. It's Ooh, how do you know people.
3: that's not music? Who are you to judge what is music <laughs> and what is not?
4: Well, I mean, there's no MP3 attached. I could sing it if you no, like. No, no, Trace yeah, no. Trace back, most recent call, last file, Home, box, Coverbot.py. <laughs> line five six six in module main.sys.rv. That might <laughs>
3: just be my yeah. favorite song of the fight. That was great. <laughs> I could continue.
4: Yeah. I could continue. Let's, there's like about twelve lines. No
3: need. Don't ruin crazy. what's perfect. No, that's, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> let's let's yeah. let's wrap this up, shall we?
0: Yeah. That's got my vote, and it's just going to have to be a write-in vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> Cron Damon, write-in vote.
3: <laughs> Song fight cover bot.
2: <laughs> uh, Let's see. Do we do shout-outs now, or do we talk about the songs that we're going to vote for?
3: Let's talk about the
0: songs we're going to vote for. And then uh, my introduction of you two was short, so... Let's give you a chance to talk about any recent projects or anything like that. And then after that, we'll do shout outs. How's that? That sounds good. All right. So who's voting for what?
4: That's actually a good question. I don't really have a strong standout in this one. I, I'm going to have to like uh, really think about it. I think I will probably uh, definitely vote for Caravan Raised. I think I actually really it ended up working for me. But I'm going to have to give every, most of the stuff another listen before I can be sure if I'm voting for it or not.
3: Yeah, I I sort of feel the same way. There's like I'm definitely voting for like gaping maw and the lowest Bitter and jerkatorium, of course. But other than that, I'm not really sure. I'm probably gonna have to go through and give another listen.
0: Yeah, I was wild about gaping maw, so I'm gonna vote for them. Jerkatorium because I know we put a bunch of work into it, and also I I like the paco del Stinko song a lot, and part of this is that there, there's also a bunch of other really good songs that I might vote for if I were in a different sort of mood but right now I'm thinking like eh, three is good. So yeah.
2: I'm going to vote for quite a few this time. I got Cave Dwellers, Gaping Maw, James Owens, The Lowest Bitter, Paco Del Stinca. I think those are my votes. Oh, Jerkatorium of course because because I love myself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You have to, because if you don't love yourself, how can anyone else? Right. <laughs> I, I don't want to imply that I'm not going to vote for a number of, of these songs. But I just, you know, 18 songs was quite a bit to listen to. I don't really feel like I gave them my full attention, you know. I, it took hours to just to do the first pass.
3: Four hours, actually.
4: Wow. Yeah,
3: uh,
4: that- three and a half.
3: Yeah, we did get distracted.
4: That was before we heard
2: playing.
3: Yeah, or... Um, song fight cover bot
0: <laughs> Ron Damon has taken it as far as I'm concerned
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got my right hands down Aww, thanks
2: guys <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been up to lately creative stuff and like uh,
0: I, I just found out somehow about Bomberanian's YouTube channel so I subscribed to that
3: oh, Yeah, <laughs> somehow mysteriously um, it's
4: pretty new it's pretty new
3: yeah, and, I've uh, got, like, two videos. It's amazing. Actually, Alice, you've got uh, three. I've, the uh-huh. third one's not public yet. Don't spoil it. Oh, I'm sorry. Cause I'm it's, sorry. Should, it's, I, should it's I not such, talk about it? It's such a heinous thing to spoil. It's, an, it's a speed paint. You're going to spoil the, the art through your talking on a podcast.
4: <laughs> I know. Okay, but, like, are you going to mention what this thing is at all, or should we not talk about that?
3: This... This... I think, I think it speaks best for itself. Okay. Okay. The beautiful, the beautiful red sheet ghost has a terrible pun. I can't believe it. the red sheet ghost, <laughs> comrade ghost YouTube channel. You have to find it yourself. Epic quest if you want to know. <laughs> to to find my, it's like the first thing that comes up if you search Bomeranian. epic quest. <laughs> Red sheet ghosts. All right,
0: okay, definitely. Then, but then also, you have a DeviantArt page, right?
3: Oh yeah, I I've yeah. have a DeviantArt page. I've had a DeviantArt page for a while. Um, yeah, and it's it's not horrible like most of DeviantArt. You know, you won't be immediately blinded by by looking at it. So, uh, come go come check <laughs> it out. I'm the hyphen Bomberanian on that one.
0: Well, where else can we find you?
3: No, I got a I got a Twitter and a and a Reddit you know you don't really follow people on reddit I me mean, can but, uh, twitter I'm duh <laughs> all right
0: and how about oh, you Brian? Where, can, where can we follow you at
4: uh, I don't know if anybody would ever follow me ever <laughs> <laughs> I do oh, I, oh no I can okay yeah yeah I do have a, a twitter account and I think I use it like three times a year you can follow my uh, code on GitHub. I'm uh, br903. Um, that's also my Twitter handle, actually, by sheer chance. But yeah, mostly I've been just I've been writing code lately, so not much I can share here.
0: Okay, and of course everybody's locked down, so
3: I uh, almost destroyed my computer with a Minecraft server. That's the most, the most exciting thing I did. <laughs> Seriously, though, I don't know how they did that. It was just a normal Minecraft server, and every time I joined, it would get so bad that I had to switch into text mode in order to be able to do things. Gosh.
4: <laughs> How about you guys? Are you doing anything besides Trichotorium? Uh, well, I guess you just finished Spin Tunes.
2: Yep. Yeah.
4: Second
0: place. Not bad. Second
4: place. Congratulations. Which Congratulations. In my
2: country means that we are the loser? Uh. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> technically, we lost Spin Tunes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, eight bit love was a was a great entry, by the way.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. It turned out pretty well. We got some great songs out of it. Some songs we're really happy about. One good video out of it.
4: And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh yeah in the future I, it's one of those songs I, I listened to i said this is a really silly idea for a song but for some reason i keep enjoying listening to it <laughs> yep. You you watch it on youtube that's the best yeah to, I, yeah i like it outside of youtube <laughs> okay wow. I,
3: I went on to youtube and i was like this song's ridiculous and then i played it on loop for like like 30 minutes.
2: (laughs) Just give us 30 minutes and you'll become a fan.
3: (laughs) Just put two
2: in your eyes. Keep them open. (laughs) We have
0: like 300 views. They're probably all you.
3: (laughs) I do that. So, yeah, I mean, most of the views on my channel are me too. So (laughs) I really like the replay button.
0: (laughs) But yeah, other than that, we've got a gift of music thing coming around where we're not going to spoil, I guess, which song we've chosen, but, uh, or cool. Yeah. So we're, it's a cover fight. And in those we tend to do not faithful covers and we're kind of trying to come up with an approach for that. But yeah, yeah, it's all good. And of course you still have your podcast. Yeah. Our much more irregular, <laughs> uh, release of this podcast, which, uh, I still enjoy, but is a horror to edit. I hate the thought of hanging up and editing this because it is going to be a freaking nightmare. And You're welcome. It'll...
4: Yep.
5: <laughs> it should <laughs> be
4: out in October. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Well, maybe in that case, we should stop talking and like give you even more to edit.
3: And uh, <laughs> happy, happy Halloween, people listening. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chubby?
0: You want to chime in with anything else?
2: No, I'm just doing the stuff that Jerkitorium's doing. I guess I also have some software projects that I'm working on. Like I just released a new version of this package called Clippity, which is a way of interacting with your system clipboard from this program called Emacs. That's kind of cool. So that's been fun. Congratulations. Just,
3: just some program called Emacs, huh? Yep, just
2: some program called Emacs that you might know yes. something about. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad to hear that you finally uh, uh, updated that. Yeah, yeah. Am I keeping that in? I can if you want. Up to you. You're, you're the editor.
0: <laughs> so it'll just be me saying, what about you, Mike? You got anything going on? And then clipped out. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout outs! Shout out. Just, just put in
4: static for that. <laughs> Any, anything from you Mike?
3: <laughs>
4: oh yeah, and it's totally fine if you want to replace all of my talking with... <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. so just talk like that. <laughs>
0: <sighs> all right, so okay, so let's do shout outs then. Shout out to my husband Andre, thank you for all the love and support and patience. Shout out to Dave. Thanks for doing Spin Tunes. This year was really, really great. Shout out to Brian and Alice. Thanks for coming. Coming. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks for being six feet or more away. And, uh, more
3: than six feet.
0: Yeah. A thousand, literally a thousand miles in my case. Not quite as far in Chumpy's case. And uh, thanks to Sam for doing such great, great work on getting the turnaround so quick in Songfight while everybody's, you know, sequestered at home. So, uh, yeah, thanks.
2: I would like to shout out to my lovely wife, Sarah. Thanks for putting up with all of my crap.
3: I don't have any other real shout outs other than that.
2: Of course, I would like to thank Alice and Brian for joining us. It's always fun to have you guys on.
3: Thanks for having us on. And uh, shout out to my friends who are spamming this Discord chat and making my head hurt. (laughs)
4: like they do
0: did you just change your screen name
3: I've been changing my screen name the entire time and you guys haven't noticed Uh,
4: yeah this is like the fourth iteration, dude
3: (laughs) yeah well first I changed it to chumpy because we were all talking saw, about how we're all Mike, and I then I changed I, it to not Chumpy.
0: I, I saw Chumpy. I assumed that was an error in the, in the story <laughs>
4: okay. right.
3: Then it was not Chumpy, and then it was um, well
4: not a printer coffee cup.
3: Oh yeah, and now it and then it's might be a printer coffee cup, and now it's they might be printer coffee cups.
4: <laughs> I want to retroactively change printer coffee cups to they might Maybe. be printer coffee cups. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, so bad.
3: Next time, next, next time. time
4: next time, yeah. Alright, I will... I'm assuming Alice, that's all the shout-outs. So do you have more?
3: Yeah, no, I I, I got nothing. Just okay. my friends spam. Actually, it's it's a bot they made to spam the chat and annoy me, probably.
4: <laughs> Shout-out to a bot that my friends <laughs> uploaded to annoy me.
3: Shout-out to GamerBot. Why are you still here?
4: Shout-out to the song fight cover bot. I love you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: And my dog. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. Guarding my door like a good dog.
4: Aw. Cool. Well, yeah, it feels weird after you guys both shouted us out. I guess I feel like I should shout you guys out for your podcast and all the work you do and making it. I do hope that it still brings you joy, despite all the hard work that it requires. I should shout out my beloved poet who is trapped in Iceland, uh, or if you like, is successfully sequestered in Iceland for <laughs> who knows how long. Her most recent chapbook is just gotten published by Good Morning Menagerie. So if you like poetry, especially uh, somebody who loves plants, you might want to check out A Ringing by Melanie Noel, published by Good Morning Menagerie.
1: That's it. That's it. Yay. We're
2: done. Woohoo. Yay Good
3: podcast.
2: Part. Yay podcast. I would like to thank Lungbutter and the Printer Coffee Cups for their beautiful submission. They might
3: be Printer Coffee Cups.
2: <laughs> and Plang. 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 It's, it's what's for
3: breakfast. Freaking Plang.
2: Yeah, thanks Goddammit. to Waterclick,
0: to Cron Demon, and just as a general comment, I'd like to say I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> and thanks to <laughs> <for> the Instagaze.
4: <laughs> and real person. Yes, thank you Instagaze. Uh, i i i I will go wash my hands now
3: in in honor (laughs) all right that's it folks